Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey friend, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, speaker, coach, and lover of tacos. And I'm your host for the podcast tailor-made for Christian business women who have had success yet feel something is still missing. The heart of this show is to help entrepreneurs align results to God's truth. My mission is teaching women like you how to break free from overwhelm and overachievement so you can carry out God's assignment with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment. On this show, we apply biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus to build a thriving kingdom business. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to learn to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Do you ever feel like you're just weary, tired, like the fiery darts of the enemy just keep coming at you and you can't seem to get beyond them? And even though you know that God has assigned you to the work that you're doing, and sometimes even in the face of your success, you just feel inundated and unfulfilled, right? Well, you know that the heart of my mission here is to help entrepreneurs abide in and realize God's truth for their business, to really help them align their results and their work to what it means to redefine hustle and pursue success his way. And I've been really praying for a while on some different things to bring forward in this journey for you. And I'm very excited to be talking about the armor of God. This is something that's been on my heart for a while. And what a perfect time to do this because here we are at the end of summer. Some of you are getting ready to send kids back to school in the next week or two. And that that fall rush is coming, that push for year end. Or maybe you feel like you meant to rest over the summer, but you just got caught up in the driving and striving. And the timing of this, I believe, is divine, as always, with what God wants me to bring to you, my fellow Christian women in business. So over the next five episodes, and I'm excited, we have five Mondays in August, we're going to be breaking down the armor of God as it talks about in Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. And I am probably going to take these a little bit out of order you know, Paul talks about the armor of God in the in the order that a Roman soldier would put the pieces on. And I obviously that that's what God gave him to to say, right? At the same time, I might switch up the order a little bit only because I I want to talk about sort of our foundation in walking forward in pursuing success God's way. So I don't know where God's going to lead me. Maybe it'll be Paul's order, which is the divine truth. 
Um, maybe I'll switch it up a little bit. But as always, I'm going to have some incredible links in the show notes. So make sure you go take a look at those. When I was doing my research, I came across some really great blogs about this. And these are resources I know you're going to want to dig into because, as you know, I am not a Bible scholar and I am bringing you God's truth applied to business. And I really work to not take anything out of context. So let's dig in. So a little bit of background here on this. Let me first read Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 for you so you can read along with me. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggles it are not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and against authorities and against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And that is in the NIV version. And we have a lot to unpack. So let's dig in. I first want to direct you to a blog that I found by, oh, let me get there. Where is he? By David Kim. He is a pastor of a church in Northern California. And this link, pursuitbible.com, armor of God, this will be in the show notes. But one of the things that I love that he does is he pulls together Ephesians 1 through 6, and he gives us this really incredible breakdown. So first and foremost, Ephesians 1 through 3 is about your position in Christ. So it describes how you've been seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 4 and 5 then are how you are to walk and to live as a follower of Jesus. So I love that that it gives us this foundation of like, here's who you are in Christ. Here's how you all to, are to work that out. And by the way, you're going to experience opposition. So then in Ephesians 6, we are instructed how to stand against that opposition, especially against the enemy. Because I don't know if you caught it in what I was reading, but it tells you, tells us that we are going to get the flaming arrows and that we are going to be attacked. Like there's no doubt about it. It's why he gives us this. What I also find amazing that David Kim says in his blog is that the spiritual blessings of Ephesians 1 are related to the armor in Ephesians 6. Now, I'm not going to read this whole list of them, but he gives us 12 spiritual blessings 
in Ephesians 1 that are related to Ephesians 6. So I really encourage you to go read this blog, but then of course, go back to scripture itself and read through these. I love how God already puts all of that together for us. So therefore, to put on the full armor of God is to understand every single blessing, not missing any piece that he has for us. And every piece of this armor serves a different purpose to protect us. So we need the whole armor. In the same way, David Kim says that every blessing in Ephesians 1 addresses a different point of attack, every piece of that armor has a specific purpose. And there are also additional scriptures that talk about the armor of God and different pieces of it. So 1 Thessalonians 5, 8, Romans 13, 12, and Isaiah 59, 17. So if you're watching me on YouTube, you're seeing me kind of look back and forth. By the way, did you know I have a YouTube channel? Go watch it and subscribe. So I love what he talks about because it is only through this armor that we can withstand the spiritual pressures. And here's the thing, friend. We know that the enemy is scheming. We know that he schemes to impede our progress. He pushes those buttons. My buttons are different than your buttons are different than someone else's. And he is always wanting to stop our progress with harmful and hidden obstacles and snares. So we have to be armed with this protection that only comes from God to push back on that kingdom of darkness and really embrace Jesus's victory. And I don't know, I'm sure you caught this because you've probably heard it in a million places. We cannot do this on our own. We can only do this with his power. And by the way, we're not fighting against men. You know, other places in the Bible, it tells us like, if God is for us, who can be against us, right? We so often think we're fighting against each other, but really underneath of all that are these powers of darkness from the enemy that we cannot handle on our own. And you may be thinking like, okay, you're talking about life, Aaron, but what does this have to do with my business? Friend, you are on assignment. You are the Lord's co-laborer. He has positioned and prepared you, as we talked about in the month of July, for this mission of your business, the mission in the marketplace, as my my friend Avery Forrest says. And when you're in the midst of that mission, trust me, the enemy wants to thwart you. It is why you find yourself working, 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 but without fulfillment. It is why success may not look the way you thought it would. And it's it's hard to accept that that outcome is God's because it's not how we planned, right? The enemy wants to get us just unraveled in his schemes. And he does that best when we are feeling tired, vulnerable, weary, lonely, angry. So friend, I want you to take a moment and take a deep breath and ask yourself, are you feeling tired? Are you feeling vulnerable? Are you feeling weary in your business? Are you feeling lonely? I hear that a lot from Christian women in business. Or maybe you're angry that it doesn't look the way you thought or that people aren't coming in droves or that people have rejected you or that your family's not supporting you or you're angry because, Lord, this is not what I wanted to be doing, but you have me doing it. That is exactly when the enemy wants to attack you. And this full armor is meant to bring strength and stability and encouragement so that you can receive all that God has for you. 
Okay, so there's background. So each week this month, I'm going to be breaking down one of the pieces of armor. Now, there are six. We only have five weeks, so I'm probably going to double up on a couple. But this week, I really want to talk about Ephesians 13 and 14 and just talking about the belt of truth. I may go into um, the shields of righteousness if we have time in this episode or the breastplate of righteousness. So here's what this says. I'm going to go back and read this. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. I'm sorry. Let me go to 14. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and with the breastplate of righteousness in place. So what is this belt of truth? Well, the belt of truth is accurate information about God and the good news of Jesus and the gospel. It is the integrity that holds everything else together. Now, in another blog that I found on um, BibleRef.com, so this will be in the show notes, it talks about, um, Paul describes these parts of the soldier's uniform and the order they would have been put on. So here's what Paul, what this says. Paul mentions the belt of truth. Now, in that time, the belt was tied around the waist of the soldier rather than buckled, and it was fastened. And these belts were not thin strips of cloth. They were thick and sturdy. So kind of like you might see in a gym where a weightlifter puts on a belt, right, to hold them steady and and stable. And the rest of the soldier's armor connected to the belt. By the way, I want to mention that Priscilla Schreier has an incredible Bible study on the armor of God, and I'll put that link in the show notes as well. So what this this means for us is that the truth, the belt of truth is to be securely connected to us. It is it is holding us upright so that we may walk forward in the assignment that the Lord has given us. And truth as Paul defined it is this, the information regarding God and the good news of Jesus. In another way, to put on the belt of truth means to put your full trust in God's truth and what he says. In another blog that I found by Debbie McDaniel, the belt of truth is our integrity. It's our integrity. So the belt is there to hold the soldier's tunic in place so it's not snagged. So that belt is to prevent us from being snagged in the enemy's traps. This, this integrity is meant for all of the big and small things in our life. So it's the integrity that you show up with in your business. It's walking the talk of your business. It's, it's also being vulnerable in the midst of your business So that people know that you're showing up from a place of authenticity and relatability and that integrity holds everything else together. In terms of our four keys, which by the way, that link also is down in the show notes. You can go get your four keys guide to read Define Hustle. This means tuning into God's truth. It's what we talk about, tuning out the world and tuning into his truth. It's how he defines you and directs you. And are you believing him or are you believing man, right? That that is this important first piece of the uh, of the belt of righteousness, um, or the belt of truth. I'm sorry. Let me now go to um, because we have some extra time. Let me go to the rest of 14, which says after it tells us to stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around their waist, our waist. And with the breastplate of righteousness. So what is what is this breastplate of righteousness? 
Well, the breastplate of righteousness, um, this, this was held uh, onto the belt. So it was connected to the belt and it also held the sword. And I'm going to talk about the sword in, an, in a later episode, but this would have typically been made from bronze or, um, or what they call chain mail. And it would cover the, the vital body parts, the organs, our heart, our lungs, our stomach. Um, and this, this righteousness, if I take out my Charles Stanley Life Principles Bible, which you know I love. There's an affiliate link down below for that. This breastplate of righteousness covers our heart. And the reason that that is so critical is because um, we have to protect our heart because our heart can lead us astray, right? We can make all the plans and we can make all the vision, but God directs our steps. And so we have to be careful of our heart. We have to not allow our feelings and our emotions which are gifts that the Lord gave us as, as his human creation. But we have to allow that not to take over and not to impede the action and the obedience that the Lord has given us. So that that breastplate is there um, to help us do what is right. It's essential to protecting our life, our ability to breathe. So my husband is a former cop and in their PT during his police academy, they he, he always said that you needed to protect your ability to see, hear, and breathe, right? And he taught our kids that, right? Like if anybody ever like attacks you or you get in a fight, like always protect your ability to see, hear, and breathe. If he ever listens to this, he'll probably correct me because I might've gotten that wrong. But the breastplate here is also the primary means of identification. So in this Bible Ref blog, it says that this is one of the clear ways for soldiers to recognize each other. So likewise, our behavior is meant to identify them in the world and to and to other believers, right? Like they will know you are mine by your love. They will know how you are by your fruit. And so this breastplate is so important, which again goes back to how are we defined? How are we identified? Are we anchoring our identity in our accomplishments and our achievements? Are we only following our own direction? No, we know that to redefine hustle and pursue success God's way, we have to embrace that it is God who defines us and no one else. We have to tune out the world's noise about it is to be, it's up to me or boss babe and all the nonsense and say, no, 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 it is the Lord who defines me. I know who I am in him because he has told me these things in his word and it is him who directs me for the success that he has planned for me. Remember, again, we talked about positioning and preparation in our last episodes in July. So what else does um, David King say about this, this um, breastplate? So let me just scroll down to what he says about that. Okay, so this is about protecting the core of our being from every spiritual attack. And it affects whether or not we're able to walk in confidence or Godfidence, which I talk about in my book, um, as someone who knows like they know like they know to the core of their being that God loves them. It, it, it's about are we trying to earn God's favor in life or are we trying to earn accolades of the world? He also says that we put it on by trusting in what God has done for us in Jesus, that we that we have been received by God and that he has given us that it is not based on our own works and it's not something that we could ever earn on our, on our own. 
what he says here in this blog is you put on the breastplate of righteousness when you can say, I don't have to trust my own goodness. I trust Jesus to be righteous for me and that God accepts me because of what Jesus did. Um, And to me, it also is protecting us in, in our business walk to show up in the world, reflecting him as his ambassadors, as his co-laborers, um, as, as his, as the reflection of Christ, right? That, that, that light would shine through, but that we're protecting it from the darkness and the fiery darts that the enemy is throwing at us. Oh, there is so much to unpack here. And I am so grateful to the Lord's call to share this with you this month. So as we close out, make sure you tune in every week this month for the next piece of that armor. And next, we're going to be talking about um, the, the, the shoes, right? Like how our feet need to be shod or shooed with the gospel of peace and and how that affects how we stand for the Lord. And um, tune in because I think that's where I'm going, but I might actually go to the helmet of salvation. I don't know, but it'll be a surprise. Listen, until we are together next time, I pray and encourage you to tune out the world and tune into God's truth and turn up your focus. This armor will protect you and help you do that. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Is anyone out there feeling like, how the heck did we get to August 1st? Well, friends, I've been talking with Christian women in business, and they're feeling weary and a little bit exhausted and overwhelmed because even though they meant to take some time for themselves this summer, they just continued working and they've had success, but they're still feeling unfulfilled. Well, I have two opportunities for you if this sounds like you. First, if you're in the Mid-Atlantic area, check the show notes for the link to my Leading Lady Abide Retreat, which is happening this Saturday, August 6th in Annapolis, Maryland, where we'll be gathering to talk about what does it mean to abide in the vine and how do we do that in our business? Secondly, if you are not in the local area, let's explore how I can help as your hustle with heart coach. Get down into the show notes, find the link to schedule a 15-minute discovery call with me because having a coach to walk through the coming months with you in your business can make a tremendous difference in tuning out the world, tuning into God's truth, and turning up focus. Two incredible options for you. I hope you'll check them out. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle with Heart podcast each week. I pray it brings you value as you pursue success God's way to build a thriving business. Remember to check the show notes for my free tool and other helpful links. If this episode speaks to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social and tag me. And come find me on Voxer, where I love to connect with listeners in my podcast hangout. The link is in the show notes. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to hustle with heart and that pursuing success God's way will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.